Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a weird one. So, um, first of all, this strain this evening is Sour Diesel, I believe. Uh, Very interesting. It's a sativa, so I'm not so sleepy. And it's not so much like where I have so many of the, um, you know, kind of the spiritual thoughts that I like to have. It's it's weaker there. Um, It also may, it may explain the current experience. Um, So, I don't even know how this happened. Oh, I know what, okay, I got the whole story. Just came back. So, I was thinking about how, like, I have had this weird uh, personal awakening lately where... I'm just finally getting comfortable in my own skin, literally. Um, You know, for a lot of my life, I had so much shame around my body. Sex was dirty and, you know, sexuality was dirty and, you know, it was all secret and hush and shameful and just weird. Oh, man, I can see where all that came from, too, in my family. That's that's fucked up. But anyway, so I had all this shame, and I've had a couple experiences recently. Um, one with MDMA at the um, you know the the dose that they're using for research right now for people with PTSD for our soldiers. Um, that same dose, and I had an experience where I just sat with myself. I didn't really want to be around people, which I understand is sort of the common thing. I didn't want that. I just wanted to, and I hope this wind isn't messing it up. But um, what I wanted was to just have an experience where I I sort of healed myself. You know, it's just like let me experience my body because it's something I'm detached from, and I understand Molly helps you really feel it. Um, and I did, and. Other people were fascinating and beautiful and it was just a feeling of like love. Like just, oh, look, we're all in this together. Look how, look how we're all so weird and, and squishy and beautiful and, and uh, we got all these weird shapes and parts and like, but it's all just so beautiful and mysterious. Like it was that kind of feeling. But for me, um, I spent a little bit of time with some friends, one in particular, and really experienced that part. But then I just wanted to get on a yoga mat. And my wish for the whole last year was to get comfortable with my body and heal my body because I just have all this physical pain in my body. And guess what? It's literally a direct result of shame because I had terrible posture because I'm basically hunched over like you do and like you are in shame. I was afraid of other people because when they spoke to me, I took it in the worst way and I felt shame. And it was just an overwhelming thing with me. And it was my whole life and I'm like really like physically paying the price for it. My body is rebelling now saying, you have (laughs) abused and ignored me and all of my signals and messages for... 50 years we have to pull this thing over now the engine has blown and literally my engine blew I had a stroke 
yeah, that was that was five or six years ago or something. I'm so blessed to have this second chance. And I did what I needed to do with that second chance. And I started taking care of myself. And a lot of doing that has been <laughs> drugs. <laughs> um, you know, cannabis has been really good for me with my anxiety during the day, like the constant thing. It helps me be aware of how much anxiety I'm feeling. You know, when I'm like, when I stop having the anxiety, then I'm like, then why do I feel so tense? And it makes me just want to go do yoga um, or stretch or something. And um, what happened with MDMA was that I just had this experience where most people want to be with other people. And I think maybe that's because I think many people have a better relationship with themselves than I did. So maybe it's harder to love other people. Um, but I always saw other people as better than myself. So that, yeah, that's the part I had to fix. So anyway, um, with MDMA, I just had this experience where I spent a little bit of time with a friend and it was really nice. And I see the part between people. Um, I can see why you could end up all tangled up with somebody you didn't really want to have that kind of relationship with. Uh, I can see how that could happen on Molly really easily. So it's good to be around friends and uh, people you know, I think. And my experience, though, was that I just really spent a lot of time on a yoga mat appreciating my own body. And since then, my relationship with my body has just been really, really good. And it's something I'm proud of because it's something I really wanted for a long time in my life. And there just there are so many disciplines. There's a lot of disciplines that I want to have back that are mind disciplines that I don't have right now. And I'm working on that. I need to start getting things produced for the real world. This podcast, I love you, the nobody that's listening. Um, but I have to start producing it in a way that I can really be proud of it. And it's not sloppy. It's my, I want my edited voice, my best voice. And this has been a necessary part, learning to love myself enough to do this podcast and not worry about what other people think or hear or blah, blah, blah. This helped me overcome a fear, just like cannabis helped me recognize how much stress I feel. MDMA helped me recognize how much I have neglected my own body, my self-love of the incarnation that God made me. He knit me together, right, according to the Bible. And I haven't, I wasn't appreciating that. I wasn't eating right. I wasn't exercising. And now I do all those things. I'm definitely physically healthier than ever in my life. I, I worked hard enough to set up a life where I can really enjoy the blessings that I have in place. I'm just getting home. And that's nice to really be able to enjoy that. And 
um, slowly working up the courage through fixing my body and loving myself. Um, I'm getting to the place where I can truly love even my own mind because I use my mind all the time, but it was only to serve other people. I use my body only to serve other people. Now I want to use my mind and my body to serve myself in my own calling rather than trying to try to make everybody else happy, which is what I always try to do. But guess what? If someone's unhappy, it's not your fault. So it's not your responsibility. And if you take on that responsibility, you will be unsuccessful and then also be unhappy and they will just continue to be unhappy. And now they have someone easier to blame because you're accepting some of it. Nobody wins. And I'm just getting to the place that I needed to be, that I wanted to be my whole life, where I'm like, you know what? There's things I want to do. There's, I deserve to do these things because I've worked really hard. I've given a lot. You know, and I look, listen to me. I still, still feel like I need to justify it. Why do I feel like I need to justify it? This is, um, this is F.E. in action. It feels like F.E. is so weak in me. My um, fear that I have of not living up to other people's expectations, that people are tyrannical and will be tyrannical towards me. You know, it's because I lived in a very judgmental household. where you performed what they wanted, they didn't care what you wanted. You performed, you try to make that, you try to make that fucking happen, but half of the time, even if you do it, they change their mind, and the other half of the time, it wasn't good enough. Because people who don't do their own work, they don't know what goes into work. So when they see the work that you've done, it's difficult for them to appreciate it because they're just like, oh, I, I've done that job before. I know how much work they put into this to get it this far. It's not the best ever. It's not perfect. But man, I know how much work goes into this. They don't have those experiences. So <laughs> that's the dog joking in the background. <laughs> well, don't drink so fast, dummy. <laughs> Guapo, come here. Oh, you okay, buddy? Golly. Well, you, you're literally drowning in your drink, you dum-dum. Um, so, yeah. Man, this is a lot of... Uh, look at this. This is what therapy is like, by the way, everybody. This is what it's like for me. This is what my life is like a lot, too. Where I have these kind of epiphanies. And I'm like, man, now I can really easily see where all my shame comes from, why I feel the need to please everybody just from dynamics in the house I grew up in. Man, and you know what's happening right now is I'm breaking all those cycles and it's scary because it's everything familiar. It's everything I've known since I was a kid. But breaking those cycles is holy shit. And all of us have to do this work. We do. If you don't do it, what happens is you keep screwing up and then blaming everyone else for the trail of disaster you're leaving behind yourself. That is the only way out of this.
I'm, I'm feeling, <laughs> to be honest, I'm feeling proud of myself right now. Yeah, I'm having to let go in order to get to this next phase of my life. Everything that I'm doing right now is about facing my fears. And I can see where the fears come from and that they were just handed down. And that's why it's so scary. That's why I procrastinate and don't want to go do the work sometimes because this is about letting go of all of your childish fear. You know, you go and face the dragon, it turns out the dragon is you. <laughs> the dragon is your weird fears, your childish understanding of the world because when you were little and mom and dad said this and that, that kind of like, and you were learning what the world was like and what interacting with people were like because mom and dad were the only people that you saw for the first few years of your life. Um, or at least, you know, interacted heavily with. And really, I think Bruce Lipton says it's the first seven years or so. You're so impressionable. You're forming all your ideas about the world. Well, the only world that you had available to you is the one your parents showed you. And the more sheltered you were, the less of that world you saw. Thank God for the internet. But all these parents keeping the internet away from their kids... They're the ones that are perpetuating this and with the best of intentions. But it's, it's not an honest conversation. And that's why people are messed up. Because in attempting to protect your children from harmful information or bad thoughts or I don't want them to know about this because maybe they'll be tempted by not talking about it and avoiding it, you make them vulnerable to it. And if it's not to the thing that you should warn them about, then you make them vulnerable to the same kind of fear that you have. You don't even know what you believe or why. Most of us don't. And most of us, for the first half of our life, we think it's one thing and you get to be, you know, much older and you realize it's something else entirely. At least this is all my experience. Obviously, it's my fucking podcast, so deal with it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to come back and even listen to these and if anyone else even hears them. But it's kind of nice to speak into the void. And I feel like if anything bad happened, I have this excuse of, well, I didn't tell anyone. Like, I don't even know how you found it. I'm sorry. But if someone finds it and it was well-received, I would appreciate that. So it's, again, like, it's a way of, like, edging. You know what? It's just like my dog. I'm edging myself closer towards my fears. Because now here's unedited me out there on the internet with all you guys hearing my stupid crazy bullshit and it's out there where other people can hear it and I can be judged and I'm putting it out there and the fear was always if you do anything wrong the whole world will collapse you know it's so funny I was just talking to my friend down the road who's also very conservative and I can just see how everything is like take the worst case scenario take the rumor you heard about of danger 
and make it a universal thing. So, you know, he just has all these rules. Well, don't do this because I heard blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, there's a fucking internet. You could research this shit. But that's just not his way of working. Hmm. Maybe think about his personality type. That must be like F.E.? F.E. or F.I. Because he's pretty rebellious. Sounds like he was growing up anyway. So yeah, we're talking like we had the same experiences and we understand things, but his life is so much different than mine. His rules couldn't work for me and my rules can't work for him. And isn't that wonderful? That's what we need to learn, people. All this, you're right. You know, I'm wrong, I'm right, you're wrong. That's the judgment that Jesus says, don't do that, man. Just don't call it bad. Just, you know, say you don't understand. Say, I don't understand your point. You don't just point at it and go, look at that. They're yelling over there, isn't that bad? Well, no. What if they're saying, hey, dummy, turn around, you're going to get hit by a bus. Then, thankfully, they're yelling. If you pay attention. Maybe they're saying, hey, you, um, we need you to hear that you're hurting us because the drainage coming off the back of your, you know, your yard, this, that weird machine you have back there is going into the water and it's killing all the fish or, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> what a weird fucking example that was. But maybe you're hurting somebody and you're, you're doing damage you're just not aware of. That's why they're yelling. You should listen. Maybe they're yelling because you're an asshole. And they're telling you that. And you've hurt their feelings because you're an asshole. And you need to hear that. You need to go face it. That you hurt people. And you should take responsibility for that. Because usually the people that don't want to take responsibility for the hurt that they do. They don't want to even know about it. I don't care if I hurt you over there. You deal with it yourself. They're... They are the people that hurt a lot of other people because they're very selfish and childish. Ma'am, I'm going to keep rambling. This was a good podcast. At least I had a lot of good thoughts. I put a lot of things together. This is one I'm going to listen to again. And if any of you find it out there in internet world, I hope that you enjoy listening. I bet this sounds like shit. I'm going to try and get... I bought this microphone to make these better. I bought it just for you in this podcast. So let's see what happens. All right, party people. I'm out of here.